The views and opinions expressed in this recording are those of the speakers and contributors and do not necessarily reflect that of One Verse One Productions or the Wood Enthusiasts community. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, Steph, get me a pillow, will ya? Grab me a pillow. I just need one for my thighs. Sorry, Pastor Friend. Pastor Reverend Josh Friend, I gotta get a pillow from Steph. No, it's it's uh, it's my apologies to you. I've, I've been looking for my phone, and I wasn't able to find it for a while. So I, I wanted to connect with you. I know we had a scheduled appointment, so it's it, it the blame is on me. Well, on that specific issue, kind of to speak to that, what you, exactly what you're saying about your lost phone, Mm. is that there's a time difference. You know, there's a pretty a pretty big time difference here between where I am in Alberta, and it's two hours. Sure. So when you're losing your phone, I mean, so from what I'm hearing is you lost your phone a few hours ago, but we're catching up now because it's just kind of that shift. But I was going to ask you a question about this, Mr. Mr. Friend. Um, I have some information that I'm not sure how this is going to work out, but I was thinking about shooting you some digits, you know, a couple hours before they draw the lottery pool for you. Uh, okay. Because because you're a few hours behind me, right? It's, yes. it's, it's 11, 12 p.m. there here, and it's it's 9, 12 p.m. there. So I was thinking, maybe you know, Lise, Lise, Steph, don't record this for a second. I just want to talk about this. Yeah, this could be fraudulent. But yeah. I was thinking about shooting you some of those lottery digits, just and and you whis- could run whisper. out just right before just they whisper right before a they, bit. Just, yeah, just a Larry whisper, and, yeah. and you could run out and sh- you know knock those off on a Friday night and we could try to sort something out. Gosh. Because there's not a lot of people that, you know, know people in different time zones. I, I never even thought of it. You know, some I'm, people don't even think about the internet. <laughs> Goodness. I, I, I'm sure no one has ever, ever considered. Yeah. Even, even presidential oh. elections. I could call you and tell you about, you know, you know, who, who made, you know, the 2020 elections and I could call you and you could put 20 two, bucks down and we could split the yeah, 20 Two bucks. hours ahead, right? Yeah, two hours ahead because huh. you, you wouldn't have that information yet, you know. See, this so is, that's something to consider. This is why you're so famous, and Steph, let's let's get back to recording. He wants to talk about some of my celebrity and some of my fame. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, Sorry, Sorry what were you saying, Mr. Friend? <clears throat> yeah, just saying how famous you were and how unbelievable. Uh, the number of ideas that you come up with is <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true that's very true and that's why they you know that's why they call me the unofficial leader you know the wood enthusiast community and, the and that's why I glean I glean to you a lot you know I don't I don't like to use the word king but if you're going to use it you know you know I, well, I suppose it's one of those things I suppose you know yeah you know well that's the, I wear if, jeans just like you do <laughs> kind of thing if the gelded shoe fits you know uh, I'm just My saying. Goodness. I'm Such just big words, but I actually wear clogs, and you know that. Obviously, I wear clogs. You're, you're Dutch, and I'm a wood enthusiast, so we're, we all wear clogs. Um, and that's that's not a geld, no, which you were discussing. But it's you can have wooden ones, I suppose. Well, you can. You, well, I, I would just, you know, I, I think you'd make it personal and still allow those to be gelded in some way, shape, or form to, to put certain things uh, on them, like rhinestones. Yeah. Do you do a lot of wood burning, Mister Friend? Wood Did you do burning, a lot of wood burning? Mm, in two ways, actually. I, I both for culinary use, but also for uh, just enjoyment. Obviously, <laughs> uh, that was kind of a trick question because when people hear wood burning, sometimes they think, you know, art and create, you know, creative works, things like you know, calligraphy. But obviously, we're we're talking about we're talking about smoking meats. We're talking about burning marshmallows. You know, we're talking about. I sometimes I make tables. 
you know, with Japanese style of wood burning. Wow. And there's a lot of different ways that we can burn wood and really glean, you know, some of the special special things from that. I, I, I would spend some significant time just listening to you talk about Japanese wood burning. But yeah, that's I'm, well, that's exactly it. Yeah, I'm I'm certain that that was not the direction that we were, uh, you know, starting to go here. I guess, but um, yeah. You, well, we you, did talk about Asian angels. We did talk about that yeah. on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. There's a lot of Asian influence in our podcast. Mm. You know, and well, I, you can celebrate some of those significant wood sources mm. that are that are available there and the the varieties. Is Czech in Asia, Mr. Friend? Is Czech, uh, is Czech in Asia? I don't is it, think are, are the Czechs so. You Asian? know what? I gotta say, I'm I'm much better with my Mediterranean geography. Of course. Yeah. I mean, we're not animals. We're all, we all know the Mediterraneans. You know, that's yeah. That's something we've focused on as part of our community for a long time. The old expression that we made up, you know, you know, don't lose a day without the Mediterranean. You know, the old expression. Yeah. You know. Old as the days long. <laughs> Well, this is the days long. That's a very, you know, that's a specific. When we when we wrote that expression, that was a very specific reference to um, to the giant sequoia. Well, we you were know. in the Mediterranean, just uh, right. Or, you know, recalling in obviously. But, and we were looking at the sequoia, and yeah, the and you said, stuff. you know, you said that tree is old as the day is long, and that's I said, days that's, long. That's that's a that's a reference that we're going to use, and it's it's really caught fire. You know, it's really that's another expression we made up: caught fire because of all the wood we burn. Yeah, I I got I got to be honest. I I'm always cautious when I think of wood and and fire and smoke and stuff like that. Oh my goodness. I, you know, I, I sensitive. Yeah, you know, what I, I I very much love my community here as you know. I I mm-hmm. live in Fort McMurray and uh, here oh my with goodness. my my four kids. We um you know, we we did not experience what some other people did, but I'll tell you there are certain words that you're careful about, and sometimes you, you've got to be um, cautious. And but at the same time, there's I'm going to tell you, there's a whole bunch of wood enthusiasts here. Some people that really love Obviously. Larry Woodstone, and of course, uh, I, I've got one in my home who is so excited at the possibility of <laughs> meeting Mister Larry Woodstone. So uh, yeah. Yeah, and I and you know we're excited about it too. And I got you know you, you sent me the e transfer, and I got some cash to be able to go ahead Indeed. with that conversation. Yeah, you and, got and it. I, then? I just okay. wanted to say, yeah, we did get it. It is received, and, and we'll we'll squirt in about okay. about uh, ten minutes of time here for it. Um, but you mentioned a little bit of a little bit of uncomfortability. That's a word you used uh, sure. in Fort McMurray, and not a lot of people. You know, we have people from 20, 42 different countries. You know, that listen to our show, and they're not sure what what Fort McMurray. Has to do with fire, and there was there was a burning, a reckoning, really, wasn't there? Oh yeah, really. Well, the uh, I guess the the biggest difficulty for you know, human people was the uh, the evacuation, and uh, the evacuation started in in May a few years ago, and uh, the, the the people were all moved out, and that was yeah. I, I can only imagine how difficult that would have been. I also wonder from time to time what it was like for the trees, but. I've got to say, mm. we have a lot of birch here, and uh, wonderful tree to burn. Oh, and it, it, I got to say, it it did it did burn, and but one of the things that's been so beautiful has been seeing 
what has come from the ashes of those trees, oh, it's un, un, unreal. It's just, you know, there's a scripture that you taught me that says beauty for ashes. We'll exchange our beauty for ashes. Uh, and that's, you know, when, when things burn, uh, what, the, you know, what, it's, what, what is replaced is, is truly a beautiful growth season. It's a season of growth, really, isn't it, Mr. Yeah, Brent? Beauty for ashes and strength for fears. That's the, that's the rest of it, I think. Um, <laughs> you always have to kind of one-up well, me, don't you? Come because, on. Because I, you know, there's a lot of things that you know that I don't. Yeah, but you're you're Larry, and like I say, in our house, you're more than just a little bit of a celebrity, and so yeah, yeah. Well, not <laughs> just in your house, not just in your house, but yeah. Let me ask you another question here. It's, it's a countries. little bit, yeah. a little bit biblically based. You know, oh. here's a question. Tricky. So there's a little sensitivity when we talk about fires in Fort McMurray, and obviously, you guys run an Awana program, and I grew up in the Awana programs in different churches. And there's a song that used to be called Sparks for Jesus. Mm. And they say, we're sparks for Jesus, we're sparks to light the world. And I wonder, maybe they had to change those words. Because some, some, some of the negative connotation, you I, know, what, what a spark could do. I, I can't imagine that that happened. Because of the fires. To, yeah, well, yeah, well, you know what? It it probably you know, has been a while since we've sung that song. Uh, wouldn't be very, wouldn't be very, you'd be in, insensitive, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it, Mr. Friend? Insensitive a little bit. Some yeah. of the children. Yeah. Well, there there are some. Um, the, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. There are some songs out there that that have words like this, and we we have to be care- careful. And well, I'm cautious. I, I guess I I don't know how how to say it, Larry. But there are even some times in the Bible where wood is mentioned, and mm. uh, it it, it refiner's makes me, fire. Yeah, oh, sure. You know? Yeah. And it, my my mind goes off on a different direction sometimes. I'm thinking about how, yeah, I've got a chance to talk to Larry, Unbelievable. And Larry Woodstone, and I, I I I know I call you by your first name, but at the same time, I I know uh, you're you're. Well, you're, we've kind of allowed it. We've yeah, kind of allowed it. Well, we've we've built a yeah. relationship over years and 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 years. Built a relationship and years. Yeah, and. So just just say I, I I hope you don't mind me calling you Larry. Well, of course not. You know that's you know there are some <laughs> there are some people. Mister Clutterbox tries you know tries to go me by my you know my informal names and and you know there, there's a time and a place. Of course, there's a time and a place. But Mister Friend, we're excited about some of the things, and we released a podcast not too long ago. And I called you up and I asked for a special favor for Gary. I said you know we've got this poem, and Gary is absolutely in love with trees as right. he is. He's, you know it's suckling season. He's out there juicing juice and trees and hitting some syrup and drilling some holes and and I said what a treat it would be to be able to drop this you know drop this poem the withered the withered oak and uh, and you're able to perform that in, in some of your capacity that you do as a professional performer sure you know now and in, and in all honesty I actually I was really inspired by even just the invitation <laughs> I'm 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 always kind of thrown back that you would include me in some of these things but at the same time I yeah I I've, I've got to say that poem really meant a lot to me some powerful stuff oh it to say the least it references wood it references trees it references leaves it references roots i mean it's it's it runs the whole gamut there's probably a secondary meaning but on the surface i mean it's it's just a really good story about a tree that you know fights with the wind and stands strong and i'm sure there's a metaphor there i you know, I'm not able to see it as much as other people are, but it's it's a really nice story about a strong tree, about the strength of a tree. You know, that's 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 what I would cut down for a table. 
you could you could kind of tell by the story how strong it was. No kidding. You know, and, I'd, uh, I'd be looking well, for that. Oak. I mean, yeah. If you're going to make a table, <laughs> oak, right? That's, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. So out of this, out of this conversation, you know, we added this poem and out of this conversation. Uh, oddly enough, this week you actually sent me a poem of your own. Can can I? Uh, can I, can That's I, exactly res- it, Mr. Can Friend, I recite it now? Thinking, is that, is that, would that be too much? Well, we were thinking about uh, including it in our next podcast. And, no way. And that's why I called up. And, I, you know, I was, you know, I wasn't nervous because I know that you would want to take your talents. You don't want to bury them in the sand. You know, the old parable, the old parable about burying your talents in the sand. And they, they even for the poor person, they get all taken away. You yeah. Know, if you don't pay attention. Sure. So I said, you know, I told Gary. Gary, Gary said, "Do you think you know? Do you think Pastor Reverend Josh Brown would do that?" And I said, "Do I think he'd do it? You know, look look at the opportunity we're giving him. Sure, you know, look at the opportunity <laughs> we're giving him. So, um, <laughs> I think if if you don't mind, uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to have you recite that poem. Oh, may I? Wood. <laughs> well, welcome back. Oh my goodness. I'm still, you know, I've heard this. You, you obviously, you had to run it past me and the writers and the writing team. We sat down, we went over it line by line, of course. Word, you know, stroke by stroke. And every time, you know, there's a couple lines in there that just really kind of, you know, poke me in the face. You know, with that hot, it's kind of like a hot, hot fire when you're sitting by a fire and a spark gets you in the eye and it gets you in the forehead and you kind of shudder. And it's, it's just got that kind of, that kind of powerful feeling to it. Well, I'm, I'm glad you think so. And, you know, just knowing that uh, <clears throat> our contract together uh, makes this your intellectual property and that mm-hmm. even, even though I've written it, um, that it's it's really yours, and well, so it's a, trans, uh, it's a transfer of ownership. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I I, I, re- I realize that now. Yeah, um, and some of my you know some of my fame and some of my celebrity. You know, when I go to a you know say for example, I go to an auto automobile shop, and I walk in and you know and I purchase a car. You know, just because they made it, they can't have it. You know, it's not theirs. It's, it's, <laughs> sure. It becomes mine. And yeah. with my fame and my celebrity, I you know I purchase things, and they're not as physical as a car, but they're you know they're people's. You know, intellectual property, sure. and they become mine, and and that's exciting for me because obviously I'm I'm kind of you know I'm kind of using a lot of my power and a lot of my you know presence to to promote some of the things that I own, which is you know that that poem and how powerful it is. Well, and, for me, and so actually, part part of the part of the deal, I, I as I understood it, was that you you might uh, find yourself uh, close to to our home so that you can meet my son. I mean, he's been. Just dying yeah, to, to meet you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that was part and parcel. But I, I, you know, it's my physical presence is, is you know kind of it's kind of a what, what do I call a rich man's game? It's you rare. Know, yeah, you know, it's rare. You know how I the old you know the old expression muddy is the boots who wears them on the crown of the king, right? So <laughs> sure. yeah, I, I mean, I might be able to. We're going to try to squirt in some phone time for sure. Oh, uh, and, and I didn't want to use my data, so I'm not going to do any FaceTiming because oh. I don't want to use any of my data. Um, um, Oh, okay. Because, oh, you know, oh, won't. No, okay. 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 Because Bernice doesn't want me to use all my data. Just, I like to FaceTime Bernice when she's out shopping because I like to make sure she gets the right pantyhose and the right blouse. Sometimes she gets pantsuits and I'm not around. So I like to say, you know, Bernice, 
you know, let's FaceTime this and look at the right, you know, what kind of tan, what color beige are we looking at here for these pantsuits? Just give you know, it I like right. to have a say on that. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I, but, will, <clears throat> I will tell him later that... Yeah, we'll try to make some time for him if possible. Okay, okay. We'll have a conversation. I, I appreciate it. But I, you know, as you said, you, you physically paid, so we're, we're going to be able to go ahead with that, but um, we'll have a conversation. That's exciting. That's exciting for you guys to have a chance to, for having to chat with me, but uh, we're really excited. And I, I know Gary's just chomping at the bit to get back out there suckling trees. He's sitting here. Gary's sitting right here just kind of nodding off because <laughs> he always says, you know, sometimes Larry goes on and on and on, but <laughs> you know, Gary. that's what I do. That's, <laughs> that's what I do. just so him. Hey, Steph, can you get Gary a glass of warm milk? Thanks. We're having some warm milk over here. It kind of gets Gary excited. Gotcha. He always likes a glass of warm milk. So, Larry, I know we're off air right now. And Hey, Steph, he wants off air again. It, 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 Steph, it, turn him off for <clears> a second. <throat> Go ahead. Story pass Reverend Josh Ryan. No, thanks. I think it would be really important for Norman to hear your voice. Hey Gary, what's that out there? Gary, what's that out? And sorry, what's he, that? Uh, yeah, uh, hi. So, um, I was just saying how uh, it might be. Really yeah, I'm still on the phone. Important. Sorry, Steph. We're going to go ahead and record. That's go been a, it's been a really great, yeah. what a great evening. Yep. And you know some of the, some of what you've contributed, and we've we've talked about this with the guys. And and I don't, I got some exciting information for you. I'm going to kind of release and uh, and we're, we recorded two podcasts in a row, so you wouldn't have heard everything from the first one. I showed you some tidbits, but oh. uh, we have kind of a new a new character, someone that you highly respect, someone that you kind of that holds a wealth of information and a wealth of knowledge. No way. And and uh, we're gonna do a, we're gonna do a little clip here to kind of introduce him a little bit more, but. Uh, no. Uncle Ken. No uh, way. Is, is, you that's got right. Ken. He's kind of he's kind of made his way on <laughs> the show, and and uh, you know, aside from begging, you know, to be on the show, we, we kind of <laughs> talked to him and said, you know, what will it take? You know, what will it take? I can't believe you got Ken. Yeah. So what it's going to take is a lot of your air. You know, a lot of your time. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna replace a lot of what you do with, so with do Uncle you need Ken. A, but a check then uh, again as well, or uh, I mean. Yeah, I think I think we'll just keep that flowing. We'll just keep the regular process flowing. We'll okay. get you guys, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Uncle yeah, Ken is of course, of he's course. a he's a man loaded with wisdom, and he goes he goes out on the scene for us. You know that. Can't uh, believe it. But you we asked can. him to we asked him to hit the streets and try to get us some information. And he talked he, he talked a little bit about chords, uh, chords uh-huh. of wood, not chords of music. You, you're a big music guy, I know that. But he talks about chords of wood and just unloads on information so we're gonna actually let me break in here we're gonna play a little clip we're gonna come right back but let's let's play a little ken clip here we go okay woman who lived in a shoe why would she live in a shoe how stupid can you be lived in a shoe well the shoe fits wear it but come on in a shoe she had so many children what were they ants who was the old woman anyway i don't know uh, maybe she's waiting for Santa Claus. Not in the shoe, she ain't. Okay, she's waiting in the shoe. Uh, why would she do that? Uh, then Santa coming down the chimney? Oh, speaking of coming down the chimneys. Santa can't come down chimneys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Special against sleep. Yeah, yeah, right. Fairy tales. Bad humbug. But, okay. Okay, I believe in Santa Claus. Whatever. Off the deep end. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy good meals, but, uh, you know, baby food, stuff like that is just a muck around it. I don't know how babies stand it. I guess they, they understand after a while. 
And when they get teeth, and said, oh, bet you they can't wait to get their teeth. <sighs> oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, youth group? Yeah, I don't think it got that messy. Well, maybe. And maybe there's more of that messy insanity to come in future videos. Uh, we shall see. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag or let the secrets out too much yet. And we shall have to see, especially when the summer comes. Uh, meanwhile, back at the ranch. Uh, I guess that's it for tonight. Uh, yeah, we did more serious things at youth groups and camps, like, you know, singing and uh, sing songs and stuff like that. Of course, we had the backwards dinners. Did everything backwards. Uh, didn't dress backwards, you know, you just had the dessert first, then you prayed last, and you just... And it's also called progressive dinner for different different hosts, and uh, you just go to their places, and so on and so forth, and uh, yeah, that, that'll be that'll be a pretty long video, so that no that's gonna happen, but or maybe, anyway, we'll just have to wait and see. Alright, Later, boys. And girls, if there's any girls around. You too. Bye. Uh, and so that's what you're going to get when you hear Uncle Ken. Isn't that incredible stuff? <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you, yeah. it's it's worth it. And you know what, Larry? If, if I could introduce yeah. my son to anyone other than you, it would be uh, Uncle Ken. <laughs> It's, that well, that's exactly. If you're gonna if you're gonna raise your kids right, they're gonna get to know some of the wisdom <laughs> no and advice kidding. that you know that Uncle yeah. Ken has to offer. Yeah, but you, so we are excited as so, the day is long. But you know, you're, you're still you're still gonna um, talk talk to my son, right? You're gonna yeah, we're, we, yeah. We'll we'll try to squeeze that. I'm, we'll try to squirt that in. You know, okay. it's it's getting just, late, so I can squirt in some time. There's just a promise out there that yeah, I just yeah. yeah. I'm, so be, you know, I've always said never make a promise you can't keep, especially when it's not in your authority to do so. And, though, you know, I've, I've always said that. Josh, you know, Pastor Reverend Fred Josh, you know that. But, uh, you yeah. know, it's we're excited. Yeah. We're, we're really excited to, to I mean, to, to squirt some time in for, for the young folks. Because I'll tell you, you know, this is the next generation. When we look at the next, you know, enthusiasts, uh, we need to raise up some real serious with enthusiasts. You know, someone that looks at a, a dovetail joint and says that's, you know, that's life. You know, someone that looks like a butt joint and kind of snarls and says, that's disgusting. But they look at a finger joint and says, that's what I want to do. You Indeed. It, and uh, didn't, you cut, didn't you cut your fingers off with a saw, Mr. Friend? I did. Um, yeah. I did. That must have hurt. Um, hurt your fingers. Yeah. No, it's not something to talk about yeah. right now. No, it, yeah. well, it did. No, well, yeah, it yeah. hurt. It, it was painful. It's, yeah, it was painful. Yeah, and I think I think maybe next podcast we can talk about that story because you know what? Let's let's ask you this question now. I know this is sensitive, and you in, in, in our contract with you actually specifically asked me not to bring the, these situations up. But Several times, with some of my authority. Yeah, that's right. With some of my, you know, kind of some of my celebrity, I, I get the, the opportunity to squeeze things out of people, squirt them out of people. Right? So Your lawyer told me. I was going to ask yeah. you. Uh, one of the doctors. Dr. Aman, you know, I called him up because I wanted to verify the story. Yeah. I called him up. Sure. And he, he, he gave me this little funny, there's a little line you like to use, and it's not yours. It's somebody else's intellectual <laughs> property. It's not, you know, speak of the devil. It's not True even enough. your information. But uh, you said you said this line to me. Explain this little story here. Okay. Well, I was. Let's move it along, Mr. Friend. Go ahead and explain the story. Heavily, heavily medicated. 
and was in um, looking at two of my fingers. Staff cut, staff cut it for a second. Sorry, Pastor Friend. Yeah, you, no. You said heavily medicated, heavily medicated on the air there, and you're your pastor. Do you want to cut that part out? Uh, just, well, no. Because I, it's drugs, right? It's, well, I don't know what they gave me, but it was it was something to make me not feel. Steph, let's cut that out. Pain. Let's cut the drugs part out. Yeah, you cut can, the part you off that you said drugs. It, you, okay, let's right. go. Let's go. Uh, okay, Steph, log us <clears> in. Here we go. So I arrived at the hospital and had an opportunity to meet a wonderful doctor whose name was Dr. Aman. Oh, my goodness. And, yeah, he, he let me know that um, my fingers, uh, both my uh, fingers uh, on my left hand, the, the index finger and the uh, middle finger of mine were the fingers affected by... Um, Steph, this, this is super, uh, super boring. Can you, can you cut that and just, like, just do the story fast? Make, like, uh, just speed it up. Yeah, it's boring. Yeah, he talks too much. Let's 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 edit that and just speed that part up. So I arrived at the hospital and had an opportunity to meet a wonderful doctor whose name was Dr. Aman. Oh my goodness. And yeah, he, he let me know that um, my fingers, uh, both my uh, fingers uh, on my left hand, the, the index finger and the uh, middle finger of mine were the fingers affected by. By a table saw and... <clears throat> He let me know that my middle finger was still long enough for me to be able to drive in New York City. <laughs> and, and you know what? You told me that right off the bat, and I didn't get yeah. it because you know sometimes I'm always thinking wood. You know, I'm I'm thinking wood, 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 hardwood, softwood, whatever I can yeah. think of. So I had to spend a couple minutes thinking. There's there's a there's kind of a crass connotation there, isn't there, Mister Friend? That's the joke. That's I the, mean for a pastor that's the joke. There's a pastor. There's a joke there. Maybe pastor should be saying about giving the middle finger. But the joke there is there's enough there's enough finger there to shoot it up in, in downtown New York City because people people are angry. Yep, yep. And, and when you called me, this is where the conversation led, and this is why I asked you to tell the story. Mm-hmm. Part of what you said was the reason they're angry is because there's not a lot of trees. Isn't that right? You said that. You said there's no trees. There's just that fake trees in Central Park, but everything else is fake. You said. Yeah. Well, that, I'm I'm sure that's part of it. Sorry, I'm still thinking about my fingers. I I. I apologize. Yeah. yeah, Central Park. Uh, yeah, I, I, maybe. I, I think maybe for the cover, we should do a picture of your fingers for the for the, the podcast uh, cover. Okay. I know you said my, my lawyer is telling me no pictures, but well, no, my lawyer is telling me I, I got it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. Larry's got the power. You know, I've already sent the email off, yeah. so I'm super excited, super excited to see that picture and kind of move forward with that because you used to play piano. And now all you can do is kind of smash your fist on the piano. Now, if, if I'm to understand it, right, that, you just kind of smash your hand against the piano keys. I, th- I think that's accurate. Yeah, used to be a beautiful piano player back when you were, you know, very young and attractive and and healthy. And now you kind of just smash your hand on the piano keys. It sounds like that's what I'm hearing. Is that right, Mr. Friend? Yeah, that's uh, that, yeah. that's about it. Hey, Lise, insert that little clip where he was trying to play piano. Remember that clip? That'll be funny for the the people who love that. (laughs) It'll be a pretty good joke. Sounds embarrassing. Must be difficult to talk about. This is probably one of the reasons you don't like to talk about it. Isn't that right? That, that, That could be one. Yeah, this conversation, you know, it kind of turned a different corner. 
And that's kind of what Larry's specialty is, oh, you know, indeed. pulling it out of people, like kind of hard-hitting journalism. Indeed. That and um, contractual law, apparently. Yeah. You are very, very adept at contractual law. Just bypassing, bypassing thing that, and, and Steph always says, don't worry, Larry, we've got you covered. You just do what you do. And, you, I, and I, that's what I do best. You, some, you know? Somehow you own the rights to any song I've ever written before I've written them. Mr. Clutterbuck walking through the forest, watering the trees, even though they don't need it. Mr. Clutterbuck. And I don't even, I, I, I don't even know how to explain that. <laughs> yeah, and then you tried to say, "Well, I'm just going to quit writing songs," and I said, "Well, you can't legally. That's not, you know, legally I'm, you have to write at least two a month." I was and then, also and, but, informed, but that doesn't matter. But that yeah. doesn't matter really. At the end of all things, at the end of all things, and that's that's actually scripture verse. At the end of all things, it's in. I think it's it's in one of the books of the Bible. So that's something you should know. Yeah, you probably do. Per, perhaps it depends on your translation. Oh, well, you know, at the end of a season, you know, at the end of a season, and, and certainly at the start of a season, and oftentimes midway, you're always working on contracts, and, and obviously, you know, Mister Friend's struggling with his new one, and that's exciting for us. And what we're gonna, you know, we're gonna fire back, and we're excited about where this season's gonna go, and and it's just the precipice. You know, we're at the you're at the very beginning of a season, and and sometimes we, you know, we walk on fine lines, and and, and you know, sometimes we, we make stupid deals where you know, I'll, I'll call someone's kid, you know, just to make someone happy, but I'm, you know, I'm not gonna shoot over there. But we're really excited. So now we. We have this very exciting and actually it, you know it turned um it turned into an exciting direction uh with a young man named norman uh, a young man pastor reverend friend josh knows very well uh and that's that's you, your son you you've talked you've talked to my son yeah i called him earlier today when he got home from school you were at work but i had to kind of knock this off i didn't i didn't have a lot of time to kind of waste the I, i'm just sorry i'm just looking at my lawyer here for a sec uh, you yeah yeah, that's okay. It's not a big deal. You're, you know, you're welcome. You know, no, you bag, you bag, you bag, you bag. He's so. nodding and saying that, yeah. in fact, this is somehow in my contract. That's I, right. I, that's right. We had these conversations with your son who was, you know, who I, I was contractually, contractually obligated as well. But I also said, I, you know, I do what I want. And, uh, and we gleaned some great information. What a wonderful young fella. And he likes to talk about all sorts of stuff. And he was actually challenging me, you know. Uh, so that, that speaks volumes to your parenthood. Uh, uh, he also called you out a few times on some of your parenting decisions. So, Well, we um, – do we have any recourse – sorry, the, uh, Larry. Uh, do we have any recourse here or, like, uh, is it just the – Steph, I think he's talking to his lawyer. Just I, give I'm, us that. I'm talking uh, – I'm not talking to you. Yeah, the – I'm saying, okay, I'm hearing no. I'm hearing no. So, hey, Steph, let's log us back in. Yeah, so we're really excited. Let's cut to this exciting interview uh, with, with our young Pastor Reverend Josh Friend's son. He's only six years old, but still legal because, because we're two provinces, three provinces away. So it's still legal, but some of those kind of loopholes, legal loopholes. I, how is this so, possible? Let's have a... <laughs> Sorry. So let's have a quick listen. Here we go. Hello, this is Larry Woodstone here. I'm just calling to speak to uh, Mr. Norman. Yep, Norman, just one second. Yeah, we're trying to have a we're trying to have a, con- a conversation. This is Larry Woodstone from the Wood Enthusiasts. Sounds good to me. He's right here. Yes. Is this Mr. Norman? Yes. Now I'm curious if your name if you were named after Norman Rockwell, the very famous painter. Do you know the painter Norman Rockwell? 
No, just I have an uncle, Norm. Oh, that, oh, you could be, oh, you could, maybe your uncle's Norman Rockwell. That'd be very exciting. Does he fly planes? No, he doesn't. He doesn't fly any planes? He goes That could be Norman Rockwell, because I don't think Norman Rockwell (laughs) flies planes either. This could be very exciting, Norman. Why? (laughs) That's a very good question. This is the wood enthusiast. Do you have a favorite favorite type of tree? Hmm, those trees that make those... Syrup? Maple trees? Oh, maple absolutely. Leaves? I Different love those because there's a maple leaf on Canada. So oh, yeah. So Terrific tree. Okay. Really also, nice tree to pick there, Mr. Norman. I know. Also, I'm sorry for interrupting when I was, when I was saying my favorite tree. Oh, you interrupt as much as you can. This show is all about you, Norman. You can interrupt me as much as you need to. I can't? Yeah, because Larry, Mr. Larry Woodstone tends to talk a lot, so you can always interrupt. You can talk about firemen or spaceships, you know, or wood. You know, some of your favorite things. My great-grandpa used to be a lumberjack. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's incredible. What do you think he did when he was a lumberjack? Hmm, cut down trees like lumberjacks do. That's the job. Oh, my goodness. When you said lumberjack, I was thinking about, you know, one of those old fishermen that chew gum. That's what I was thinking. Also, I'm looking how, like, I have a very good question. Oh, wonderful. And, also, are you light-skinned or dark-skinned? I'm dark-skinned. Sometimes I sit out in the sun just a little too long and I get a little pink. Maybe a little bit of red at times. Okay. What about you, Norman? Are you you light-skinned, Norman, or are you dark-skinned? I'm light-skinned. And what do you think that... Do, do you think that matters sometimes? Or does it not matter? It doesn't matter much because it's not the past. Yeah, it's not the past at all. In the past, I wouldn't be able to see dark skins. Such a bunch of nonsense, isn't it? Isn't it, Norman? Yeah, well, at least they finally decide light-skinned and dark should have therapy together. And be good. That makes a lot of sense to me. Norman, let me ask you a question about your father. I think, from what I understand, Pastor Reverend Josh Friend is your father. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, and he's. Is, would you do you think he's a very smart man or, or not? A, not a real thinker. He's a, he's a pretty smart man. He is. He's a pretty smart man. Yeah. Wow. And do you think he's raising you to, to be a pretty smart young fella? Hmm. Sure. Ask me any math question. Okay, what's 1,000 times 997,226 divided by 4? Not like crazy, super crazy math questions. Oh, okay. Like what's 7 plus 7? Sounds to me like you might be counting some digits over there. 15. Oh, you nailed it. Nail on the head, that's what I say. You know, someone like Mr. Clutterbuck, he wouldn't have a clue what that answer is, and you're getting so close, it's like you're close to the fire. Do you like campfires? Yeah. Mm. Norman, you a big campfire fan? Wait, I need to remember this question. Mm. Ask me three times four. What's three times four? Twelve. Oh, pff. I wouldn't even... You know, Glenn Clutterbuck wouldn't know that question because he's real dumb. And I, it's not nice to call people dumb. I think it's inappropriate. But when it comes to Mr. Clutterbuck, he's actually very stupid. So that's <laughs> it's, it's important to say that. My dad told you you don't like bad words. Yeah, that's a that's an inappropriate word, isn't it? I'm trying to do my best not to say bad words. 
Yeah, that's that's a real rotten one. Even even if someone deserves it, I shouldn't even I shouldn't have even said it. Sometimes, I, how old are you, Norman? Are you seventeen years old? I'm seventeen. You're sixteen years old. Do you have a mustache? No. Why do you think you're going to have a mustache? How would a kid like me have a mustache? Well, mustaches they're a great look. Do you think your grandfather had a mustache when he was just chopping down trees? I don't know. I didn't even meet my great-grandfather. Incredible. He sounds like a wonderful man. By all the things that you're saying about him, he sounds like a wonderful guy. I'm going to work as a pirate that, like, gets money if I find any. I'll give it to the government. Wow. So that they can they can give it to, to the workers so that they can buy more stuff and Buy more good stuff so that they can build more houses that people, more homeless people can live. Well, that sounds like a really nice pirate. Yeah, I'm not. That sounds like a pirate with a really bad thick mustache. That. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be a bad pirate. I, I don't like bad people. Yeah, bad people don't have mustaches either. So, uh, you know, a, bad, a nice pirate would have a really thick mustache when you're old enough to grow one, wouldn't they? Yeah. You seem also, to be obsessed with mustaches. I have a question. Let's Can you play guitar? Oh, I play the organ. Uh, I play the, the chrono, which is a really fun instrument that I, I invented. Yeah. Can you? <laughs> How about you, Norman? Are you a whistler? Oh, my goodness. You sound like your classic whistling Dixie. My brother can't even whistle. Oh, your, your brother's probably not as smart as you, Norman. My grandma can't even whistle. He doesn't gr- sound very smart. My grandma can't even whistle. Your grandma, does she have all of her teeth? Does your grandma have all of her teeth? Sometimes it's hard to whistle if you don't have all your teeth. She has fake teeth. I don't know. I literally don't know. Do you know if your grandma has a lot of licorice? Does she eat a lot of licorice? I don't know, but she has a lot of licorice, but I th- and she gives it to us mostly. Also, I have a question. Do you have any, like, very hard questions like very, yeah, I've got very a couple. Hard. I've got a couple really hard questions. You do? Yeah. I I'm wondering if, if you you want to try to answer one. Yeah. Okay. Just one. One of one of the hardest trees in the world is the baloke. It's in Australia. And what do you what do you think the Jenka rating of a baloke is? I think it's a. I think it's a very hard tree. Oh my goodness. I think it's Mr. Norman. Harder. You're, I think it's You're very smart, Mr. Norman. Is it harder than an oak tree? Because I think it is. It is. It is very much harder than an oak tree. Wow. What do you think the Janka rating is? Give me a number. What do you think the Janka rating of a baloke, an Australian baloke tree would be? 20. Oh, my goodness. I think the it's oak 20, tree is it's 21. 20. It's 21. That's how close you are. <laughs> I was one step closer to it. That's one. unbelievable. I talked to your father about that years ago, and he said 7,000. What? He's not a very good guesser. We we can't all be as smart as Norman Friend, isn't that right? I know. Yeah. What do what do your teachers say about you, Norman? Do they say you're a smart, uh, you know, the old smart cat, or do they think you're a some people call me a a smarty head, and I don't like it. Oh my goodness! I don't like it. In Canada, smarties are a snack. Do you like smarties? Do you like the snack smarties? Yes, I do. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with a smarty, so I think it sounds like your teacher's saying you're really smart when they call you a smarty. In fact, I've got smarty pants on. i got pockets loaded with smarties all the time. 
It's a little fun fact about Larry Woodstone. I have I'm a going nowhere sister. Without my handful of Smarties. I have a sister that can't even ride a bike. That she's twelve. That's unbelievable. Sounds like your father's not really, you know, meeting his goals. Norman, we've got a few more questions for you, Norman. And, and you know? firstly, you know, I hear you're a huge fan of the wood enthusiasts, and I heard you just can't get enough of us, and, and we're really excited about that. But actually, I, I watched Jeopardy a bit more than actually. I have never heard of the wood enthusiast. I have never, so I don't really know about it. Just when I found out about it, I found out you were a very important person. Oh my goodness! Of course, of course, the entire world. You know, there's 42 different countries that listen to our to our radio show, and your dad, you know, Pastor Reverend Josh Friend, is one of the wisest people I've ever met. You know, yep. and he we get him on this show, and he uses that low voice. Can you do his low voice, Norman? Do you have a, Do you have a chance to do his low voice? I I can do deep voice. How deep can you go? Of course I can. Oh my goodness. That sounds like a world record low voice for a child your age. And how old did you say you are? Did you say you were 17? No, I said I was six. 16. My mistake. My mistake. So just. I'm not 16. I'm not even a teenager. I'm six. Just six. So, okay, so you're just a little bit older than five and a little bit younger than 10. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And you're you're kind of on your your, your way to grow How up. How hard do you think and, the Statue of Liberty is? Account to one to a billion. A seven. Are like you around joking? A seven. Maybe seventy. Is that? I'm yeah, mostly we, saying we, seventy. Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Dude, who can throw an axe at it and it not even crack? I can I throw an axe at it. I can throw an axe at it from right where I am. I can see it out my window. <laughs> Where do you even live? <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm out, you know, I'm quite important, so I like to fly around on airplanes. Right now, I'm just looking out of an airplane, and I can see it right out my window. I'm just flying over New York City. Wait, you literally are? Oh, I, Norman. Yeah? Larry Woodstone's not the type to sit around. I like to, you know, I like to fly all over the world and look at different trees. You know, I'm just going to go to India in the next couple of days and look at some trees. That's important to me, you know? Have you ever gone to Latin America? Oh, yeah. I've seen The Lion King live. I actually went to Africa and saw the lions from The Lion King, and I watched the movie while I was sitting there in the desert. You know, that's important. Wait. I have a question. A very important one. Have you? Did you go to Latin America already? To Latin America? Latin Sorry? Latin America. It's a very I dangerous that, place. Yes, it's a very dangerous place. In fact, I was there having a bowl of soup, and someone came by and just stole the bowl of soup right out of my hands. And it was tomato soup. I love Most tomatoes. people don't even like tomato soup, Norman. I like chicken noodle soup more than tomato soup. Absolutely, and somebody snatched that tomato soup right out of my hands. He did? He did? What but, the heck am I supposed to do that? I was sitting there having my bowl of soup, dipping crackers and bread into it right there in Latin America, and some guy comes around and just steals my bowl of soup. You know, next time you go there, you should just be there for one second. You should yeah, just, just turn keep right flying around. over Latin America. Latin America has a bunch of dangerous people. They also have some beautiful trees. Even has they have the Latin America maple. Oh, it's a beautiful tree, Norman. They even have something called an orangutan. Which I know oh, yeah. it's called. Yeah, those are like one of the most dangerous. And wow, our recorder is almost all the way at <laughs> four hundred. Unbelievable! That's 
and I leaving. don't know when it's going to be at 400, but I think it's, it's already at 400. Hey, Norman, I've got a concern here. I want to ask you about this concern. Yeah. You ever heard of a, you ever heard of a baboon? Of course I have. It's got it, that. I, you know what I don't like about that that monkey is it doesn't wear any shorts and it's got a big pink bum sticking out <laughs> at the back. <laughs> are you? Serious? And every time I go down there and I'm I'm sitting with the baboons and their bums are sticking out and I'm thinking you guys got to get some shorts on. The rest of you guys got hair covering up their bums and baboons are just sitting there with their pink bums st- sticking out. Uh, I think that's a little bit rude. I know. It is very rude. So I was thinking about starting a charity where we can buy some shorts and ship them down to the baboons. What do you think about that, Norman? I think of buying gigantic underwear and then plopping them in lava. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. I don't like baboons. Norman, Norman, have you ever made anything out of wood? You ever made anything out of wood? Maybe something with sports? No, but I held something that was wood. It was card. Then made, then made smooth so that it couldn't splinter anybody, and it's a wow. it's a shielded crest. It's a crest shaped like a shield. That sounds incredible. Did you Do know? Do you ever sniff it? Do you ever sniff it? Do you ever take a little smell and just sniff it to see what it smells like? No, but it's beautiful. beautiful smell. And, and I got it from my uncle Norm. You know, he I know one of your last uncles. Christmas. You know, I know one of your uncles, your Uncle Ben. He lives in my town. Yes. Wait. And sometimes when I have garage sales, yeah. Sometimes I have garage sales. I do. And sometimes I have garage sales. He comes by my garage sale and buys some of my junk, some of my trash. You have trash there. Do do you sell any puppy stuffies? Yeah, we have lots of puppy stuffies. In fact, yesterday I sold about thirty puppy stuffies for ten cents piece. Wait. Uncle Ben came over. He didn't even buy one. He's being rude. No, I think he just doesn't have much kids that like dogs. I think. Well, I think that. it's time for him to grow up. Is what I think. Also, I mean, who doesn't see a stuffy puppy for ten cents and doesn't buy it? That's just nonsense. I get it. I really do. Sense, money, sense, word. Get it? I, it's unbelievable. You should come oh over here. Here, have a garage hustle. Hell, near. For and I would go there. So that's your whole address. And, right and if I had 10, like 30, 10 cents, I would just give them to you and buy 30, 10, like 30 stuffies. I love dogs. So I'll just pack up all my stuff and I'll ship it on a plane. We'll, we'll spend all that cargo fees and we'll, we'll have a big old garage sale at 10 cents a piece. That sounds like a good idea, Norman. Yeah, you could get rich fast if you made everything one cent. Well, it would be a way to like make people interested. It would be a way to get money faster. But it would be a way to get rich slower. Wow. And it would and be I think hard. Sometimes the most important thing in the world is trying to get rich. That doesn't seem right, does it? I'm thinking of making a life stand. It's only five cents for nothing. Unbelievable. That's a lot. That sounds like a really good deal. That seems like a really good deal. Really I've always good. wondered. I've always wondered if your if your if your father taught you that when a strange man calls, just to sit and chat on the phone for a long time. I'm wondering if that's part of the you know one of those life lessons that you sell for five Larry, cents. Did you know? Like we've been on the phone for like 19 minutes. And oh my dear heavens! Did you know 
is really actually rude to interrupt people on the phone. So, how about we take turns? Because then if we take turns, it'll be easier and not rude. Okay? That sounds like a... Yeah. See, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk here because I, I, I wasn't sure if you were done. Because I can't see your face, Norman. Yeah, I know. I can't see you. And if I saw your face, I'd know if you had a mustache or not. But Where frankly, are I you, no anyways? I'm at the other side of the world. I'm in an airplane over in New York City. Bye. You have a great night, Mr. Okay. Norman. Good night. Bye. Bye. See you next week. That is a powerful, that is a powerful interview. And we were really excited about that. And we were, you know, we were just off air. And I was talking to Mr. Friend here and he, you know, I said to him, you know, I said, I said that, you know, you wanted to be part of the season with some of the contract issues. And, and we were kind of, you know, read him over and after you signed, which is your mistake, not ours. But, uh, you know, we also kind of screwed you over in a certain sense, but that's fine because it's, it's part of the show. You know, it's part of, it's, the show is more important than Pastor Reverend Josh Friend is what we're trying to say. You know, it's not all about you and, and we're just glad to have you on board for season two to, to 27, you know, and we locked you right in. And that's exciting for us because I know that's, you know, that's years and years and years and years and years and years and years, years, years ahead of us that you're going to be part of the team, you know. Steph, I think he hung up. Let's just end this one. I think, yeah, I think he's hung up. I'm an enthusiast, I'm an enthusiast